Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome, leaders, to week two of our Holding On, a study through the book of Jude. We're excited to unpack this week's message and passage with you together. Um, if you're listening on Friday before the weekend message, uh, here's a hint. We, this weekend, we have our uh, Pastor Meredith Kenton Bishore is speaking. We're excited to have him. Always enjoy when Kenton teaches uh, God's Word. And today, we're going to unpack this passage um, with uh, Dallas Viva. Dallas is here with us again. Say hello, Dallas. Hello, everyone. Hello, Life Group leaders. Um, Dallas had an interesting uh, encounter this weekend where sometimes this happens to you and I. I don't, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Some, we look a little similar. A little. It's, the, it's a tall thing, but somebody mistaken you for what? For you. for Someone called me, Dallas, yep. Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas, right. Yeah. But I just want to verify right now. We're not related. We're not related. That's they did right. ask that. They did. And then uh, they said I look like Jared, too. See, that happens. Jared, Dallas, John, we, we, we get it. All yeah. these tall guys kind of mm-hmm. look the same. But mm-hmm. we are, in fact, different people, <laughs> which is good. We are. Yeah. Made in the image of God. Oh, indeed. Mm. There you go. There you go. Start off strong there, buddy. Uh, well, man, I love I love this uh, study of Jude that we're in. And it is so rich with only 20, 25 uh, verses throughout the entire book. But I love that we're taking time to go through each passage. This is a five-week series. Eric started us out last week, reminded us that we are called, loved, and kept, that that's our starting place, that um, for all the, the effort that we feel to, to hold on to who God is, we're reminded that he's holding on to us. And then we take the turn this week um, towards the first, what is true about who we are, what is true about grace. And now we start to hear some of the implications for what it means to, to live that out. So before mm-hmm. we get to the passage, we got a lean in question to set you up for the conversation. And it is an interesting one, Dallas. Right? What's the question for Lean In this week? <laughs> Ask members of the group to give their best impersonation of a famous person or character from a TV show or movie. All right. So you ready? You ready to have a go at your yeah, famous impression? What do you got, Letty? Uh, one of them I love to do is The Wizard of Oz. Okay. okay. Sure. This is unplanned. I have no idea what's going <laughs> Most people have seen The Wizard of Oz. It's not one of those new movies. This is true. But The Bear. Uh, the uh-huh. lion. Sorry, the lion. Yeah. Put him up. And I'm doing doing the punching motions. It's like you're in in the movie with me. It's good. It's kind of like that. It's also like something else, like a nightmare I once had. Yeah, it could but be. that's that's it great. Could be. <laughs> but as you can see, that could be a little awkward, uh-huh. or it could test your group. How comfortable are you guys with each other? Totally. And yeah. what's the point of that question? What are we trying to get our groups to begin thinking through that? Lean in. Just get everybody talking. Get everybody yeah. comfortable. Um, I think when when a good uh, lean in question. It actually takes me off the distractions of my day and allows me to yeah. enter a different space. And you are inviting me into a conversation. Right. And it's going to make more sense as the passage yeah. begins to unfold. We learn about people that have come into the church and um, are not who they seem they are. They're, Stealth they're, mode. That's right. So it'll make a little bit more sense there. But have fun. Be playful with that, with that lean in question. Yeah. As a leader, make fun of yourself. Like, don't take yourself too seriously. Totally. Lead and some, the way. some leaders like Dallas, that's easier than others. Yeah. Right. So I love Dallas if it sounds like I'm making fun of him. It's, that's my love language. Um, I didn't get to do my impression. Mine's more of a just a who I am. I often get told that I look like Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. If you know Mr. Bean. So mm-hmm. 
that that's my go-to. I'm not going to do the dance or the voice because he's actually silent most of the time. So I'm off the hook on that one. All right, (laughs) let's continue on. Uh, Let's read the passage here from Jude, uh, starting at verse 3. It says, Dear friends, although I was eager to write to you about the salvation that we share, which is interesting because Jude actually had a different maybe initial intended purpose for why he wanted to write, but he saw what was going on. He's like, wow, i got to address this. Although I wanted to write about the salvation that we share, I found it necessary to write, appealing to you to contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints once and for all. So a lot of key words there. One that we're going to highlight through this first look down is contend. And the question is, what does it look like for us to contend for our faith? Or what do you learn about contending from the faith from the passage. What stands out to you, Dallas? I just love Jude's words in mm-hmm. this. Uh, necessary, appealing. Yeah. It, when I think of contend, I think of who are the contenders, and I immediately go to sports. Mm-hmm. Who are the contenders? These are the people who are working hard in the off season. These are the people who are putting in the extra hours. So what does it look like for us to contend for our faith? I'm taking it seriously. Right. It's I'm contending for it. I'm I take it seriously. I'm putting in the extra work that it takes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Right, because there's opposition. There's a force mm-hmm. that's coming up against us to challenge us. That's um it's not a anonymous or like indifferent force. Like it's there's something within culture, there's something within ourselves that is trying to pull us away from right doctrine and right mm-hmm. behavior as well as we're going to un- uncover. A few other things I love, too, when he says the salvation that we share, I think that's very intentional. And he talks about the saints. You know, these are in the plural. And so there's this understanding that, man, what we've inherited, um, although it's individually impacting, it's never meant to be an individualistic outworking of our faith, that we do that together with one another. And that's what you guys are doing week in and week out with your groups. And then you hit it, too. It's necessary. Like, this is really important. So I'm appealing to you to hold on to the faith that was delivered. Delivered by by who, right? Delivered mm-hmm. by God, by his words, his God-breathed word mm-hmm. to us, and that it's timeless. It's once and for all. And so yeah. these are things you want to start to pull out as you look at the, the first section of the look down. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we've got uh, another look down question here as the passage continues um, in verse 4. I'll just read this because it's short for us. It says, For some people who were designated for this judgment long ago have come in by stealth, They are ungodly, turning the grace of our God into sensuality and denying Jesus Christ, our only master and Lord. So the question is, what do you learn about about these people? What things does Jude teach about these people who've entered in? And these are the ones that we need to contend against. What stands out to you, Dallas, in verse uh, verse 4? Stealth. Yeah. Stealth mode engaged. Um, I think of Avengers, you know, the, the carrier they hit the button and it blends in and it's stealth mode. They can go anywhere. I'm taking your word on that one. I don't remember that one. Is that the same as Star Trek BBM, oh, Scotty? Wow. Is, that, is that it? I don't, I don't know. Same, <laughs> same exact one. Yeah. Uh, but stealth mode, it's under the radar. Okay. Like you, know, it, you can't track it. Who are the people that are showing up in the back? Uh, maybe there's people even showing up to your group that are kind of doing stealth mode, right? Mm. That are showing up, but are they engaging in the conversation. Yeah. And then he gives us some handles to think about. Man, here's some things that you could look towards because you're mm-hmm. right. It's not always obvious. Yeah. Often they'll blend in mm-hmm. and maybe they'll say the right things yep. at the right time. They've been around church for a long, you know, and it's it's easy to, to kind of know the rules of the game, but actually there's something that's misaligned in their heart. And it's interesting the passage says that these people were designated for judgment 
not long ago. I mean, you can get into a, a conversation there, couldn't you, about mm-hmm. calling an election and God's sovereignty and every, <laughs> everything else there. But the implications yeah. are you, you can't really tell who they are because they've, they've snuck in. But there are some things to look, look to. Yeah. And one of them is this important uh, turn, turning a uh, grace of God into sensuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think he's getting at, getting at there? And Kenton talks about this a little bit in his message as well. Yeah, they're, it's, it's denying. Yeah. Denying, denying the authority of Jesus, denying who he says he is. You're denying scripture. Right. It's the complete opposite right. of, what, of what we believe. And sometimes it looks really close. Like I think that's sometimes the danger of it is something can look so close and you're like, oh, that that you you're aligned there. But I mean, as you dig down, really it's it's the complete opposite right. of what we believe. Like it, I look back at Eric's message uh for on the table. Hey, there is only one way. There's mm-hmm. only one door in, but it's open to everyone. Right. It's exclusive but inclusive. Radically inclusive, that's right. Yeah, at the same time. And so, yeah, he talks about that from a, a doctrinal standpoint, but also turning grace into sensuality, meaning, and nobody, we, we don't encounter this <laughs> anymore, do we, in our modern living, or, or maybe we do, where we turn and twist grace mm-hmm. into like a license for sin. Yeah, right? I, can, I can do whatever I want because there's an unlimited amount of grace. Right, right. Like grace is the great liberator, and so... You know, everything's level at the foot of the cross, so it doesn't really matter how I live. I can say the right things, and then my lifestyle can be contrary when we, we see that, right? We see that in our own lives. You mm-hmm. see that in the lives of, of those that you care for, that, man, there's such danger in that yeah. way of thinking that grace isn't a license to sin, but grace is the empowerment to live a life sanctified from sin, yeah. right? Like, grace isn't a one-time exchange. It's the daily living of our operating lives, and he has some strong words later as we go on to the passage about that. But these are some things to note as you wrestle through the look down. Uh, then we're going to turn, the, turn the corner to the look out. Um, what does um, entering a church by stealth look like? What might that look like in our context? I mean, we're hitting on that a little bit, but anything mm-hmm. else you want to draw out for folks there? Yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot. It, it's just there's so many people who can show up Yeah, and... You know, listen, but not do. Yeah. Right. You can listen to messages, but it's it's the application. Right. What does it look like to apply? And are there people in your group? You know, maybe you can pull some more out. And it gets into a almost like a group dynamics question too. How are you inviting them into a conversation? Right. Like if, if your group, everybody's talking. There's always that one person, that one couple that is really really quiet. How can you invite them? into a conversation I'm not saying that that couple or that person's ungodly in any way or yeah. stealth yeah. it's just how do we as leaders manage that in our group inviting people in constantly hey i would love to invite you in the conversation what do you think about this right right and we're going to get more of this in, in the look in and this is a huge part about kenton's message about uh right beliefs that are informing right living right like it's, yeah. it's both both of those things happening simultaneously and actually mm-hmm. The more that we understand the magnitude of, of grace and God's love, the more that we can't help but just live out a natural response response to it. Mm-hmm. But I think that you want to be careful, leaders, at this point. Like, this isn't like, oh man, I I, I met this person on the on the patio. Oh wow, this really sounds like <laughs> stealth this, mode. You know, this person's in stealth mode <laughs> because that's a dangerous game when yeah. we start looking for um, uh, planks in yeah. other people's eyes and we ignore the sawdust that's coming yeah. out of our own eye. <laughs> you know, often. Mm-hmm. We see deficiencies in other in others. What we are blind to see that's already yeah. there in ourselves, and so be careful. Just this isn't like 
gossip, <laughs> but also you might want to flip the switch even here at the lookout. I know that's more of the look in, but what, what about us, man? Like, what are the things that, that we carry? Where do we often have a misalignment of mm. our beliefs and, and, and our actions and our behaviors? Is it, yeah, yeah. Where have you been stealth in your relationship? Totally. And I know for me, I, I can always be pointed back to repentance. Right. Like that's where I'm, I can get so caught up in the unlimited amount of grace yeah. that you drift so far away that somehow, yeah, it's not that bad. Right, it, right. What I'm doing isn't that bad. And you drift further and further away. Right. So that realignment of search my heart, Lord. That's it. Yeah. Please search my heart. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then the next look, lookout question begins to have you thinking about, man, what, what are the things that... Um, people are, are denying Christ about. We look at the faith that was once and delivered to all through the saints. Mm-hmm. What are those things? And of course, we just a couple of weeks ago finished eight weeks yeah. on eight hard-hitting questions confronting Christianity yeah. through the On the Table series. And so you can think about those and you can kick those around with your group of, man, what, what other ones might people wrestle with? Yeah. What did you learn through that? As you talk to friends that are maybe not currently Jesus followers, how would they engage that conversation? Yeah. And I think there's actually, that that's a part of stealth too. And I'm so glad we don't serve in a church where people maybe have questions about historic Christian doc, doctrine. Because I think sometimes if you have a question and you're in an environment where you can't have that question voiced, yeah. that can also like encourage hiding and pretense. Mm-hmm. But man, how great is it that we acknowledge and give space for those questions yeah. and bring them into you know, the right understanding of Scripture, too. So mm-hmm. lot, lots to say there. Yeah, and the fact that we do deep dive, too. Yeah, like, deep dive. We we offer these classes for for you That's as right. leaders, for your group. There's Q&A involved, so you can ask questions in a safe environment. You're not going to be judged, but you're going to walk away learning, learning about God's Word, learning the right doctrine the right belief as kenton's talking about this weekend yeah that's it we want to equip you to think theologically just robustly you know and to think through what the kingdom is and how to outwork that right and so yes dallas mentioned we've got several courses within deep dive and there's a new one or another one that's starting again in april Mm -hmm. you can look out for that image of god april 26 i think it is at least here in irvine uh with steve bang lee and inez franklin it's going to be great all right look in time you ready (laughs) Um, so we've, we've kind of established what we're contending, how we contend, and now we want to get into the interpersonal things. Okay, what, what about for you? Where have you experienced maybe pain or growth or opposition in contending for, for the faith? And then as you're either wrestling through that or you've wrestled through that, um, what, did you, what did you learn about yourself, about God? What's the truth that you need to hold on to? Uh, in the middle of that opposition? How would you encourage people to to navigate this question? Yeah, this can get pretty vulnerable Mm -hmm. too. Um, And I know I'm I'm even thinking of an answer and, you know, I I don't want to share an answer that would throw someone, like we already talked about it, like I don't want to degrade someone like, oh yeah, they're so wrong uh, out of my own pain. But it's it's pointing to truth. And I think that's the, the greatest thing that we have is, as followers of Jesus is we don't have to come up with our own truth, mm. but the truth has already been said for us. Mm-hmm. And the truth is Jesus. It's found in his scripture. It's found in his actions and his words. And that's the truth that we get to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, it's so relieving. It's like a weight lifted off my shoulder. So I, it's how do you point people back in, to the unity of the gospel yeah. that whatever conversation gets brought up that as you hear people 
people talking about their pain and not letting it go completely like rabbit hole. But how right. can you, at the end of all of this, point people back to the unity of the gospel, the unity that we have together as followers of Jesus? Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and this is a, a helpful week too. Um, as, it's, as it often is, like pay attention to how people interact with the questions leading up to this point, especially that that look down question about what do you learn about what it means to contend for the faith? Because often people will highlight things in the passage that they're hoping, that they're longing to be true for themselves, mm-hmm. that they need to be reminded of in that look down passage, right? Like everything you need is in God's word. It's, mm-hmm. it's right there for you. So um, whether it's, man, coming to the understanding that this is something that has, has been given, like this is something that has been delivered to us that I don't have to add to, that this is a grace that has been given. Being reminded that we're a part of a long, long legacy and, and heritage of historic Christian teaching that's yeah. been communal with the saints, that we do that together, that we need one, each other, one another to encourage, to encourage each other. Like, mm-hmm. Pay attention how people interact and respond because you might want to call out uh, what you see and how they've interacted mm-hmm. as they come to this look-in question. Yeah, I think there could be people bringing up pain in their job, pain in their families uh, for contending in the faith. Uh, I, I hear those stories all the time in 2030s of yeah. people contending for their faith at work and just feeling so let down. So this could also be a time as a leader, encouragement. That's right. Yeah, Speak encouragement. So good. Pray for one another. This is a time where lay hands, pray on someone who's really, really struggling and and needs the faith and encouragement to continue to contend. Yeah, that's right. And as Kenton talks about in this passage, like, okay, so it's right belief, it's right living, and then it's it's right corresponding, like, action, right? The first John 4, 10, 11, um, dear friends, since God loved us that much, we must surely ought to love one another. So how do we Receive God's love, experience it so that we can express it for others. Call that out where you see see that happening yeah. in your groups. That's, that's great, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week as we continue our series in the book of Jude. 